Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Bethany Blankley, hosting America's Betrayal on Renegade Talk Radio. And boy, do I have to tell you that the ridiculous, inane media coverage of the shooting in South Carolina is mind-boggling. I mean, it must be a slow news day or a a slow news week. I mean, why isn't the media talking about the five Christians who are killed every minute in the Middle East? Or the fact that 11 Christians are killed every hour? Do people not understand what is happening in the world around them? And just because we live in the United States of America doesn't make us excusable. It doesn't excuse us from what our money is funding. Our money is funding ISIS. Who do people think ISIS got their guns and trucks from? Who bought and paid for the mercenaries to, quote-unquote, overthrow Assad. And by the way, where was the gas that allegedly Assad was using on his own people in Syria? Where did that gas come from? Where did the weapons of mass destruction come from? Even when you go back to Iraq and Iraq and Saddam Hussein having weapons of mass destruction, where did he get his weapons of mass destruction for come? Where did it come from? It came from the United States of America. In fact, all of these human rights abuses that are happening throughout the world, there will be a link back to a senator or congressman that authorized funding. And you want to talk about what's going on with Christians in Iran? In April of 2015... 18 Christians were sentenced to prison. And I'm just talking about the month of April. Christians are recognized as an official minority group in Iran. But what people need to understand is that they have a secretive judicial system. And what happened to these Christians, this is what they were charged with for going to jail. Their charges included evangelism, propaganda against the regime, and creating house churches to practice their faith. You cannot be a Christian in Iran. Technically, you can exist, but you can't practice your faith, even in your own home. You can't talk to other people about your faith, and you certainly can't actually have a church where a pastor would be speaking and preaching from a pulpit, where people would actually be singing hymns or or helping the poor. The reality is that Iran does not allow for Christians to worship. And if they are worshiping, even in their own home, in the privacy of their own home, they will be sentenced to jail. And they don't just go to jail. They're tortured in jail. Christians need to understand that if, if the nine people being shot in South Carolina was so horrific, then they are completely delusional and hypocritical for not recognizing what is happening to Christians. Worse than that, on a daily basis throughout the world, because we refuse to name evil, which is Islam. Islamic ideology holds for no freedom of thought, no freedom of religion, no freedom to practice religion or no religion. You cannot be an atheist in Iran. You cannot be an agnostic. You cannot be a homosexual. You can't be a Christian. You have to be 
a Muslim in Iran. And even if you're following Islam in the wrong way, if you're a woman and you're not wearing your headscarf correctly, you can go to jail. I want people to think about this. I am so sick and tired. I just happened to walk in to a neighbor's home and see that they had, I want to say, MSNBC or NBC on television. I never watched that channel. But they're showing this, the funeral, and what a tragedy it was that these nine people were killed, and then they go right back to the Confederate flag. The Confederate flag has absolutely nothing to do with people being shot in church. So what if this delusional kid has a flag on his wall? If the Boston bomber was using a pressure cooker, does that mean that we have to get rid of all pressure cookers? Why have we not taken all of the pressure cookers off of the shelves at Kmart and Walmart and Target or anywhere else that they sell them? Seriously, this is absolutely inane. And by the way, how could someone be so unintelligent and be able to write something in the manner of what people are saying was written? And why would he drive 150 miles? Why drive 150 miles and then kill someone? That makes no sense. The reality is, is that the movement to get rid of the Confederate flag has absolutely nothing to do with the nine people who were killed. And the people who are using that are using it as a distraction in the same way that Acorn paid the protesters to loot and burn in Ferguson, Missouri. It is the same problem of the looters and rioters in Baltimore and a mayor who facilitated that. The reality is that there are people in this country and even outside of this country, especially in Qatar and Saudi Arabia and Turkey, who are determined to destroy America from within. This is not a conspiracy theory. You can read about it on my website under America's Betrayal on BethanyBlankley.com. The reality is that we have congressmen, including Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, we have senators and congressmen from that state who think it's perfectly acceptable to negotiate with Iran. Yet we have done nothing with all of the senators and congressmen who go to the quote-unquote national prayer breakfast and and we're talking about religious freedom in Washington, D.C. And we talk about how we need to preserve the First Amendment. All of that is absolute nonsense because they take money from Islamist countries that imprison Christians and torture them in jail. They take money. They go to Qatar. We have a military base in Qatar, home of the Muslim Brotherhood. And yet, what are we doing to free the Christian pastor, other Christians who are in jail in Iran, or 18 Christians who were just put in jail simply because they were, they were quote-unquote, worshiping, reading the Bible, and, and practicing their faith in the confines of their own home? Do people not know what happens to people? Do people not know what happens in Iran when you convert to Christianity? Just go online and Google the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom and or the UN Study on Human Rights. Iran raids church services because the only way to have a church to practice your faith is in your own home, like in China, where they have house churches. Iranian authorities are threatening 
Christians. They're arresting them. They're imprisoning them. And they're specifically looking at evangelical Christians. Since 2010, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, the report is saying, and I'm quoting, since 2010, authorities arbitrarily arrested and detained more than 500 Christians throughout the country. Now, that was just 2010, and that's only based on information that is accessible to people right in the report. I think that the number is going to be higher. People need to understand that Sharia law, which is advocated in Islamville in South Carolina, is doing far worse than killing those nine people in a church. And by the way, what does it take for people to mourn people's death in America? What does it take? Do people now have to be shot in church for the news to cover it? What about the 56 black people who were killed over Memorial Day weekend in Chicago? Or the 23 or 28 killed in New York City and Baltimore over Memorial Day weekend. I do not get it. Why are we negotiating with Iran? Why are we discussing nuclear weapons with Islamic countries that hate us? Why are we funding ISIS? Why are our allies Saudi Arabia, who doesn't allow for worship in their own country of Christians anyway, either? It's ridiculous. The hypocrisy in this country is mind-boggling. People in South Carolina have no clue that Holy Islamville exists in their state. And yet they are so upset and outraged about a Confederate flag that has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that nine people were killed by a delusional person. If I'm sitting in a garage... Does that make me a car? If I'm using a pressure cooker, does that make me a terrorist? The reality is that the Confederate flag has absolutely nothing to do with violence. It is people who are violent. It is people who hold to a particular ideology who hate other people. There is no such thing as racism. White people hate other white people. Jews hate other Jews. Blacks hate other blacks. It has absolutely nothing to do with the color of skin. It has nothing to do with slavery. It has nothing to do with social constructs. Every single thing that people do, their actions, stems from what's in their mind and in their heart. What is character made up? What is character made up of? It's made up of right or wrong. How do we make decisions based on what is right or wrong? And what do our parents teach us? And what are children being taught in school? The bigger problem for South Carolina is Islamville. The bigger bigger problem for the United States of America is Islam and jihad camps in every state. And the, and the fact that our congressmen and senators are doing absolutely nothing about it and taking money from individuals, organizations, and countries that promote even worse violence against Christians, even worse violence against people in their own homes, let alone in churches. I've got to take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to Bethany on Renegade. I'm going to talk more about what's happening to Christians that people just choose to ignore and the reality that violence against Christians and what the truth of Islam is, is not being discussed. 
We'll be back. You're listening to Bethany on Renegade Talk Radio. You are a waste, a loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Hey everyone, it's Bethany and we're back on Renegade Talk Radio and I'm talking about the hypocrisy of Americans who are just so besides themselves and horrified that nine people were shot and killed in a church in Charleston, South Carolina when Christians are killed every minute of the day in churches and in their own homes and the privacy of their own homes and church houses all around the world. And some people will say, well, that's different. That's not Charleston, South Carolina. And I will say it is not different at all. Just drive a couple hours north of Charleston and you will go to Holy Islamville, which advocates Sharia. Sharia is ex- is existing popping up in multiple communities in every state. There are jihad camps in at least 26 states that we know of, according to FBI reports. Read about it under America's Betrayal on my website on BethanyBlankley.com. Now, what happened on Friday, by the way? This is not in the news. A man in Ohio, 38 years old, Amir Syed Abdul Rahman Al-Ghazi, arrested based on reports from the FBI... He's brought up in charges of supporting ISIS, a 38-year-old man in Ohio. In a conversation with one informant, he allegedly said that his faith allows him to, quote, behead Christians, Jews, and atheists. Last year, he reportedly said that if war broke out in the United States between Muslims and non-Muslims, quote, he would cut off the head of his non-Muslim son if necessary. According to the FBI, he was allegedly interested in attacking a police station, but said he would need another, quote, hundred brothers to make the attack happen. He also reportedly told another undercover informant that he was planning a Boston Marathon style attack and needed help to secure weapons and bomb making materials. And regarding the attack in Garland, Texas, which I've written about related to the draw Muhammad contest, he said, quote, if the Texas bros had maybe six more with them, it may have been a different story. End quote. The FBI reported. If you look on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you will find people in the United States of America pledging allegiance to ISIS. Why? This is the mentality. This is what people understand within Islam. This is what Amir Syed Abdul Rahman al-Ghazi said. This is what he posted. He said, we are all Islamic State citizens. This isn't some gang in the desert you're fighting. This is World War III. The beginning has just begun. What people need to understand is that these are not isolated incidents. They're just going to become more prevalent. Why did the man in Moore, Oklahoma, stab and behead Colleen Hufford? 
because she rejected Islam, because she understood as an American citizen the, per- the concept of free speech, the concept to freely think, the concept to reject Islam. The reality is that no such thing exists under Islam. You cannot reject Islam. That is the point. It's similar to Hindu. I want to tell you about what's happening to Christians in their homes, in their churches, in India. There's something called a religious purification practice where Christians are being forced to convert to Hinduism. I will give you an example. In the state of Uttar Pradesh, which is called UP, U and P as in Paul, Uttar Pradesh, they have calls to turn this into a, quote, Christian-free zone. You can Google this. It's called Reconversion, Uttar Pradesh, Christian-free zone. Charisma News has reported on it. International Christian Concern has reported on it. And this is what's happening to Christians in churches in India. There is a life and death struggle right now to be a Christian, who, by the way, are a significant minority. As much as people will say America is a Christian nation, the reality is that there is something much more prevalent related to that. And I have columns coming, coming out related to that as well. The cleansing movement, the reconversion campaign, is to have India become a Hindu nation. How do they do that? Well, they do that by attacking Christian communities. This is what is happening to Christians in India. In more than 50 locations in a single season. This is what a guy claimed, Mr. Rajeshwar Singh, a leader with the Religious Awakening Group. This is what he said. He said, quote, On December 25th, the day when Christians convert people to their religion, this year, we will do the reverse by converting them back to Hinduism. In two to three years, the rural hinterland will be free of Christians. Now, what is this pattern of reconversion? It's similar to Islam and dimitude, where you tax people, then you give them the chance to convert, then you kill them. If they can't pay the tax, or if they don't convert, or they don't move. Reconversion, according to Hindu, Hindu in UP, this is what happens. First, Christians lose their government benefits if they're poor and they're receiving some form of subsidies. So imagine that you live in the United States of America and you cannot get food stamps unless you leave your faith, regardless of what your faith is. But for in, in UP, in India, if you're a Christian, you can't receive government benefits. You have to reconvert to Hinduism in order to receive government benefits. So the first people who are targeted are the people who are poor receiving some form of government subsidies. The next thing is that you are a social outcast. You are not accepted socially in mainstream society if you're a Christian. You cannot have friends. if You can no longer be friends with Christians. And you have to try and convert them to Hinduism. Another thing is that there are forced conversion laws. So if someone is converted, they can't actually violate what the conversion law is of the land. So you can't just say that you're converting. You have to actually adhere to all the requirements of the conversion law. And here's a pastor. I'm going to tell you about his experience 
in UP and India. Again, and people may not be familiar with the with the continent of India. There are states within the country and the continent. One is called Uttar Pradesh, shortened UP. Pastor J. Paul of the Glorious Church of Christ. This was his experience of how Christians are being forced to leave the area. 300 Hindus surrounded his church. Keep in mind, these people are inside their church. They're on private property. They are freely freely worshiping inside their own church. 300 Hindus surround the church. They demand that Pastor J. Paul and his church members leave their Christian faith and convert to Hinduism or else. You have mob rule here now conducting reconversion ceremonies. And what is a reconversion ceremony? Well, it involves an altar with fire. And what does fire have to do with this? Fire results in purification. In order to make a village Christian-free, you have to have a fire. And what are people saying? Whenever you read these quotes of people, they're either they're going to be killed because they won't leave their Christian faith, or they say they don't want to be denied subsidies and benefits simply because they're Christian, and they don't want to be killed. They don't want to be burned. Because fire is symbolic. Fire declares that a church and its followers are unclean and they need purification. So the reality is if you have a choice between life and death, what are you going to choose? Well, if anybody knows what's in the Bible, a a genuine Christian is always going to choose Jesus Christ, which means they're going to die. They're going to be martyred. They're going to be killed for their faith. The reality is that 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 is what's happening In the United States of America, it is being fostered by organizations like the Muslims of America, like CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America, and the Jamaat al-Fukra camps that are training jihadists in at least 26 states in the United States of America to attack and kidnap American citizens, specifically Christians, specifically non-Muslims. This is serious. This is not a conspiracy theory. And by the way, Islamville in South Carolina, the other Sharia town called Islamburg in New York, that's where the headquarters is for Muslims of America. But Muslims of America has other communes and other and other groups. They have jihad camps in California and Texas and other parts of New York and Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Georgia, and several other states. The reality is they exist and they have one one purpose and one goal. Their mission is very clear. People need to understand this is not a conspiracy theory. Go to my website on America's Betrayal. Learn about the jihad camps in America. Learn about Islamville, Holy Islamville in South Carolina. And you tell me if people are just completely lunatics or in denial that they should be concerned about the color of a flag being red, white, and blue, when in reality the concern they should have is a black flag. The black flag that ISIS is carrying has a saying on it. It's in Arabic. 
But I'll tell you what the black flag means, and you can read it on my website. It's very simple. It lists testimony on the top of the flag, and it says, There is no God but Allah. Muhammad is the messenger of God. That's the, that's the Shahada. And in the circle, the white circle on the black flag, it lists Allah, Messenger, Muhammad. Islam, by the way, means submission. If you do not submit to this truth on this black flag, you will be killed. Guarantee it under Islam. But yet we allow this to happen in our states, in the United States of America. We allow Sharia to happen on our soil. If people think what happened to those nine people shot in Charleston is such a tragedy, they have no clue what is happening to the Christians who are killed every minute in the Middle East, in India, in Indonesia. No clue. You think nine people being shot in church in Charleston is really bad? You have no idea what's happening under Sharia. And it's not just abroad. It's in the United States of America. Who would have thought... That in 2015, in Ohio, a man says that he's going to behead his non-Muslim son. And that World War III has already started. But it has, because just because you may not think that you have enemies doesn't mean that your enemies don't think and haven't already targeted you as their enemy. Because you are targets. Every non-Muslim has a target on their back. Gotta take a break. You're listening to Bethany on Renegade Talk Radio. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. All right, and we're back. It's Bethany Blankley. I'm Renegade Talk Radio. And, you know, the hypocrisy of Americans just never ceases to amaze me. The same people worried about religious freedom and upset about people getting shot in a church support Lindsey Graham. Well, what does Lindsey Graham do? Well, he goes over to Qatar. He says, Saudi, thank God for Saudi Arabia, our allies and our allies of Turkey, Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Do people not know what's happening to Christians in Islamic countries right now? You can even go to the United Arab Emirates, which is a westernized, as western as it's going to get for a Sharia compliant country. I want to tell you what it's like to live under Sharia law. And I'm not just talking about Christians. I'm talking about non-Christians. I'm talking about anyone who is not a Muslim. If you are a victim of sexual assault, you go to jail. I'm talking about a woman who is raped by someone else. She goes to jail under Sharia. If she seeks medical assistance, if the police find out, she goes to jail. This is what the laws are under Sharia. And for everyone so concerned about the people getting shot at church in South Carolina, go to Holy Islamville, look it up, and ask your congressmen and senators in South Carolina why the heck you have Sharia in your own state. Why do you not have laws in your constitution in your state in South Carolina saying that you will not have Sharia compliance in your state? And Nikki Haley, do you really think the problem is a red, white, and blue flag. The reality is there is a black flag, and that black flag says on it, there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. 
And that is the exact same message that people in Islamville in South Carolina and then the jihad camps in 26 states that we know of. There are over 100 of them in the United States. This is what Islam teaches. This is what Sharia is. For anybody who believes the bogus stuff that George Bush and Jeb Bush and anybody else says about religion being peaceful, about Islam being a religion or being peaceful, then you're, you're, you're believing a bunch of lies because neither are true. Islam is not a religion. It is not peaceful. Islam is a totalitarian ideology that encompasses every way of life. And this is what Islam is. If you go to the United Arab Emirates, as I have been, I will tell you, this is what happens. Drinking is illegal. If you drink or are drunk in public, you will be arrested. You will go to jail. There is no such thing as due process. Public displays of of affection. Holding hands, kissing, getting cozy with someone else. You can go to jail for that. You can be arrested and imprisoned for holding hands or showing public displays of affection in the United Arab Emirates. Sex outside of marriage? Forget about gay marriage. Forget about marriage equality. Sex between people who are not married is illegal. You will get criminal sanctions in the United Arab Emirates if you have sex with someone to whom you are not married. And if you are gay, you it's illegal to be homosexual under Sharia. There are no gays in the United Arab Emirates if they're not killed or in jail. Swearing? Making rude gestures. If you use the middle finger, that's a criminal act in the United Arab Emirates. It's the same thing in Saudi Arabia and in Iran. Smoking. If you smoke a cigarette in a mall or a government building, you will be fined. On a woman, let's talk about how women dress today. You want to talk about how bad kids dress in malls? Young girls showing their stomachs and their underwear because their shirts and pants are too tight in America? If women wear, quote-unquote, indecent clothes, if they're too tight, if their clothes are transparent, if your clothes are above your knee, if your, sh- if your stomach is showing, if your shoulders are showing, if your back is showing, all of that is illegal. It follows under the indecency laws. It is illegal to make eye contact or to stare or to have an unwanted conversation with a woman, especially if that woman is not your wife. You can be arrested for taking picture of people in the United Arab Emirates, especially if they are women. You will be arrested and or fined. You cannot take photographs of people without their permission. I'm not making this up. This is true. Seriously. This is absolutely, it sounds ludicrous, but it's true. During Ramadan, it is illegal for non-Muslims to eat, drink, or smoke in public in front of Muslims between sunrise and sunset. So right now, through July 4th, if you are not a Muslim, you cannot eat, drink, or smoke in public in front of another Muslim. It's illegal. And I'm not kidding, because when I was in the United Arab Emirates, I was told by British uh, expatriates, I was told what has happened to Brits who have been jailed for kissing someone on the cheek. Uh, They've been jailed for 
illegal activity related to drinking. They've been jailed for having sex outside of marriage. I mean, this is real. This is what Sharia is. This is what Islam teaches. This is what's being taught in Holy Islam, Phil. All of the lies being taught about Islam in Common Core from people scripting George Bush and Jeb Bush and anybody else saying that Islam is peaceful. It's all not true. It's so easy to verify. It is so easy to to understand what Islam teaches about all of these things. Just get a Quran and read the Quran. It is not rocket science. If you can read and you can read the Quran in English, you can understand what is prohibited and what is not prohibited in terms of who you can have sex with, when you can have sex, how many people you can have sex with, how many people you can marry, who you can marry, who you can't marry. All of these things are regulated in the Quran. It's very specific about sex. It's very specific about food. It's very specific that alcohol is forbidden. The reality is that we are so upset and want to blame all of the wrong people and the wrong things for what's going on in society because we simply will not actually pick our heads up out of the sand open our eyes and see that evil exists right around the corner in our own backyard. And it has nothing to do with the Confederate flag. Evil exists in the United States of America with people in Ohio who say it's okay that they will more that they will gladly behead their own non-Muslim son. In Oklahoma with the man beheading his coworker because she rejects Islam. In South Carolina, in Islamville, seriously, I want you to think about it. For every woman in the United States, think about whether or not you think you dress inappropriately and whether or not you would be considered to dress inappropriately inappropriately by the legal authority in the United Arab Emirates, in Saudi Arabia, in Iran. I want you to think about holding hands with someone in public, and that could lead to being arrested and going to jail. I want you to think about having sex with someone to whom you are not married and going to jail, having criminal sanctions for sex outside of marriage. I want you to think about all of this transgender nonsense with Bruce Jenner, homosexuals, none exist, none live under Sharia. If anything, gays should be going after the Muslims and Muslim groups, not Christians or Christian pastors. All Christians are saying is we advocate Marriage between one man and one woman, not marriage with children, not marriage with multiple people, not marriage with animals, not marriage with same sex. Muslims aren't saying that. Do you notice why the whole discussion with Islam and marriage is completely silent? Because there are no married people. There are no rights for gays under Islam. There are no homosexuals under Islam. They are either in jail or killed. There is no such thing as marriage equality. Even for heterosexuals, women do not have equal rights as men. Wives do not have equal rights to their husband. Under Islam, there is no such thing. This is what people need to recognize. The Confederate flag is not at fault for murder. But the black flag is. The black flag points to what the Muslim Brotherhood and Islam both teach. If you reject the teachings of Islam, 
it is permissible for a Muslim to kill you. There's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. It is specifically taught in the Quran. It's not an exception. It's not a minority. Get a Quran and read it for yourself. Read the chapters and verses that talk about killing the non-believers, the losers, as they're called. If you do not agree with Sharia, you will be killed. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you will be killed under Islam. Because as this man in Ohio has said, and others are saying throughout America who are pledging allegiance to ISIS, like the students pledging allegiance in Arabic in New York State, The enemy has already been identified. This is not a conspiracy theory. The only conspiracy is that among the Muslim Brotherhood and CARE, who had it in a document uncovered by the FBI. Read it. It's in black and white. You can read the memorandum of the plan for North America by the Muslim Brotherhood. I have it on my website in English translation. Read and learn. Talk to your congressman, your senator, and your neighbors, your governor. Why do you have care in your state? Why do you have Islamic organizations in your state that promote jihad, that support jihad? Why do Jamaat al-Fukra camps and jihad camps exist on American soil? We have a responsibility And we have no excuse. The internet right now, it's still free until Obama gets rid of it. We have a responsibility to say, not on my watch, no more. I'm fed up with this. It is not the color of a flag other than the Islamic flag that is black and white. Because black stands for death. And it's death to everyone who rejects Islam. You're listening to Bethany. On Renegade, we'll talk more about Islam, the insanity in America, and the hypocrisy of Americans. But there is hope. There are people who can do something, and they are seeking to do something, like myself and others, who want to educate and inform and empower people. Because you do, there is a solution, and you do have an opportunity. There is an opportunity to change course. There's not a lot of time, but the opportunity exists. You're listening to Bethany on Renegade. We'll talk more about this on upcoming shows. Thanks for joining.